Parsha Shoftim, Sefer Dvarim, the Torah prohibits at a time of war where we might want to instill fear in our enemies to cut down fruit-bearing trees. That's purposeful, beneficial. And the aspect of uh, instilling this kind of fear is not considered a uh, adequate purpose. And this is what is known and mentioned many times in the Talmud as the prohibition of baltashchis, of destroying something that is beneficial and purposeful. Although the primary prohibition of the Torah is fruit-bearing trees, in the Rambam and the Sefer Achinuch, as we see from the Gemara, this prohibition includes anything that is purposeful and useful, uh, for example, destroying a building, um, stuffing up a uh, spring of water, breaking a vessel that can be used, tearing clothing, even destroying food in a destructive fashion. These are all included in the Torah's prohibition against destroying something that is useful, beneficial, and purposeful. And if you would be asked, what is the reason, the fundamental reason behind this prohibition, or for at least an explanation, I think most people would say that it is in conflict with the recognition and the proper respect of the sovereignty of the Creator. Hashem has created the universe and continuously maintains it through His total power and it is for a purpose and we are not entrusted with uh, ownership of it to destroy it at will. In a sense similar to what the Gemara says that's uh, the Torah says the entire universe the heavens and the earth all belong to Hashem when a person recites a proper blessing on the food, then it's given to man to use for his purpose. So when something is being used in the manner that it was fitting and in the, in the fashion that is directed by the Torah, then we have mastery. But other than that, it all belongs to the Creator, the Almighty. How can we go destroy something of His creation? This is in conflict with the proper respect and reverence, recognition of his sovereignty. Let's take a look at the Sefer HaChinuch and see what the Sefer HaChinuch says as the root principle of this mitzvah. I'm just going to try to translate without actually saying the Lashem Kodesh from inside. The Sefer HaChinuch says that the root of this mitzvah is to teach ourselves to love, goodness, purpose, and benefit, and to attach ourselves to that. And through this, good will attach itself to us. And we should distance ourselves from anything that is evil, that is damaging, and that is destructive. And this is the manner of the righteous people, the people that are performing constantly good deeds. They love peace and oneness and connection of people. And they rejoice when people are 
benefited and successful. And they bring them close to the Torah. What does that need to be brought close? And they will not destroy even a mustard seed ever. And it will pain them whenever they see something being destroyed and if they could save it and preserve it, they will do whatever they can to preserve and save something purposeful and useful from being destroyed. And by contrast, evil, wicked people, the brothers of the destructive people, they rejoice when the world is being destroyed and they are thereby harming themselves and wind up suffering the severe negative consequences that come about from that. As Morris says, that a person is the recipient of the same characteristic that he himself performs. This is the natural state of the creation. Even someone who rejoices at his enemy's downfall will not go away innocent and unaccounted for. And someone who desires good and rejoices in it, his soul will rest, will connect with good forever. And this is well known and public knowledge. So to, to take note of the words of the Sefer Achinuch in the juxtaposition, where he's describing people that are truly righteous, that they love success people are enjoying, people are successful, they are so happy, and they do whatever they can to bring that goodness and that success to people, up until and including, maybe primarily, to bring them close to the Torah, to give them the greatest benefit, the eternal benefit that human beings can receive. And they will not destroy the tiniest item in the creation, a mustard seed that can be planted and produce a mustard plant. They will never destroy anything that's purposeful. So, I think it's quite amazing to put together in the same sentence their love for people, their significant, probably tremendous efforts to bring people close to Torah and their appreciation, their valuing every tiny little item. We would think they would bring people close to Torah for the sake of giving them spirituality, giving them eternity. What does that have to do with conservationism, environmentalism? But really it's all one quality. They, they're coming from the same place as was the original source of the entire creation. It's not merely respecting the act of creation of the omnipotent, revered creator. It's connecting with the same basic, fundamental driving force that's behind the entire creation. That's the desire to give to people the maximum good that they could receive. And every aspect of that is valuable, is cherished, 
is beloved. So they will want for people the maximum benefits through their closest one to another, through their closest to Hashem. They will do whatever they can to provide that to people. They will rejoice when they are being successful, spiritually, materially, emotionally, socially. And anything that could contribute to that benefit, even the smallest way, will retain its value, cannot possibly be disrespected, will be cherished, will be valued, will be protected. They will do whatever they can to maintain whatever exists in the creation that can bring benefit to people. So it will come out that the, the greatest, most efficient, the most devoted conservationists will be the, those that are truly pious, those that are truly devoted to the entire advancement of mankind. And those are the people that are going in the ways of Hashem, who made the entire universe for the maximum benefits of the inhabitants, the human beings, of man. And that was intended initially to be the maximum spiritual and material benefits. Adam Rishon, the first man, was created and placed immediately into Gan Eden. That was the place of the maximum enjoyment in every way. And through his fulfilling of his purpose, it would, be, it would have been increased more and more from that point. And even though that initial state had to be changed by his initial failure, but the desire for that good in every way still continues. And that is how the, the truly exalted people view the Torah itself. This is the means of giving to people the maximum good when we could truly put together in one sentence that effort to bring people close to Torah and the preservation of the tiniest part of the creation that can also be a means of benefiting mankind. Thank you very much.